the man of the hour. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa. <laughs> no, no, give me, just give me a second. Wait, wait, wait. Give me a second. Just this hour. podcast that talks about everything from professional wrestling to the pro bowl and did anybody watch it the pro bowl was today it was canceled actually it was actually canceled so then how can anybody watch it exactly but you know what wasn't canceled Grapples to Apples on SoundCloud.com. <laughs> That's Grapples, the number two apples. If you don't like SoundCloud, we're on Apple Podcasts. We're on Google Podcasts. We are on iHeartRadio. Doesn't matter where you're listening, as long as you're listening. As usual, I am one of your hosts, the very, very heartbroken, the very distraught Mr. Sunglasses at night himself your boy the general shades joined remotely by my hetero life mate um should i follow it song or i guess i'll be somber with you um ill will the thrill um the poetarian the shakespearean candidate major english mr certified whatever you need me to be that's who i be because I guess, baby, that's who I am. Thrill? Yes, sir. It's a dark day in American history. <laughs> first, <laughs> first, the insurrection, early January. Like, they book in January, right? The first, first, the insurrection on our nation's capital. Then, then Brownie just... I, I can't. I can't. I mean, we always have... Our big fours and our AEW recap and reviews and 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 I, I'm with with a, a a a heavy heart. I want to introduce two of our favorite guests. Um, tell tell them who you are, guys. I can't. I'm sorry. Well, without being too summer, because it is a little celebratory here out in the suburbs. We do have a new addition out here to the suburban family. Congratulations, Uncle Thrill. We've had some celebratory barbecue. We've had a celebratory beer or two. The suburban brothers are here. Tommy boy in the house. Mind you, the holder of the fall harvest. And, And the man of the hour. What? Whoa, 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 whoa. No, no, give me, just give me a second. Wait, 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 wait. Give me a second. Just this hour. Stop. Just give me this hour because I have a new child. Just give me this hour. Is One it hour. Man of this particular hour? This oh, particular this- hour. So <laughs> don't be sour, okay? Don't be sour. Oh, sh- okay? Just for this particular hour, the baby maker is here. <laughs> Big Daddy Hugo. I made my last baby. We made sure of it. <laughs> Welcome to the world, Gabriella Sophia. I love you, Princess Pumpkin. Let's get this show started, boys. Uh, uh, this is a rough day for Shades. This is a rough day for Shades. First and foremost, I've been, I've been absolutely robbed 
tonight <laughs> on the picks. And now I'm like, this is this is even your monitor gets dropped. Boys, the, the Royal Rumble wrapped up about ten minutes ago. Um, what what more egregiousness will happen throughout this night? Is oh my gosh, um, there's six matches on the card. Uh, not a lot of time to get into this. So before we get into any of that. Um, man of this particular hour, can you do me a favor? What's up? Ring us that bell. So we'll start up. We'll, we'll start up with the kickoff show. Um, we have Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler challenging the reigning, defending WWE Women's Tag Team Champions, Oscar and Charlotte Flair. Um, this match was a big pile of donkey doo-doo. Um, Charlotte Flair and Shayna Baszler have zero chemistry. At Absolutely all. none. Nia Jax looks like she has done zero in-ring work or cardio in like six months because she looked blown out within the first five minutes of the match. Um, I, I just, this, this match was all kinds of dumb. Asuka gets eliminated somehow. Like, they do something to her where she rolls out, she powders out, and she's done for the rest of the match. Then Ric Flair comes down with Lacey Evans. They interfere. Charlotte gets hit with the with the women's right. It's just all this stuff. Asuka's like whoa, dead whoa, whoa, in the corner whoa, whoa, somewhere. Whoa, 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 whoa. <clears throat> Let, let's not forget Lacey Evans botching. She jumps on the apron like to kind of hit Charlotte Flair with the women's right, but Charlotte didn't like bridge to the figure eight yet, so she jumps down and then hits her again. It's like the timing in this match was horrendous. Crap! It was all the whole match. The match was bad. the The setup for the match, the premise of the match, the booking of the match, it was all junk. All of it. It was all crap. Um, I like I said, we were speaking about this off air the only thing that i enjoyed about the pre-show or the kickoff show was our truth being comedic gold as usual coming out dresses elmer fudd and hunting rabbits because the musical guest on the royal rumble show was bad bunny who he thought was actually bugs bunny Truth is gold. I'm sorry. God. <laughs> as silly and as like asinine and dumb it, the 24-7 championship is, there's a reason why the man is like a 50-time champion. Yeah, for sure. He can get a laugh out of – and he, he got Brock Lesnar to laugh. Yeah. That's not easy to do. Nope. So, So – I don't, I don't know, man. Like the pre-show, the match. First of all, this was nuts. That this was a pre-show match. Charlotte on the pre-show is unheard of. Well, yes and no. I mean, think about the other matches on the card, and then you have to remember that Charlotte is also was going to be in the women's rumble match. So it only makes sense for her to just get her ten minutes out of the way as a warm up in the pre-show, and then you know put her in the women's match. Yeah. 
But so, I, yeah, I, I could care less about this match. I hate that Asuka was just disregarded and just like, you know, okay, let's just get, discard her and she'll be dead on the outside of the ring. And it's all about Charlotte and Lacey Evans and it's dumb and I hate it. Well, don't they do that to Char- to Asuka all the time anyway? It's, it's insane, isn't it? How someone so talented is constantly just left by the wayside by WWE, even when she's the women's champion on Raw. When, even when she... Doesn't she have the championship belt at the moment? Yeah. Yeah, she's and a Roman champion. And nothing. They give her nothing. Even when she matters, nothing. she doesn't matter. Yeah. She's in a feud with Alexa Bliss, but it's more about Randy Orton. Even when she matters, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Randy Man. Orton. Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Um, so, yeah, Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler go over. Uh, they regain the Women's Tag Team Championship. I am happy about this because it at least lets them be their own thing instead of it being tied up with Asuka and Charlotte who have their own storylines going on right now. Like I said, Asuka's with Bliss, Charlotte's with Lacey Evans. So this lets Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler have their own stuff to do as tag team champions. And we can again have that division open up with the other tag teams, quote unquote, in the company. Yeah. So... Uh, does anybody else have any thoughts, views on this match? My thought is we can move on to the main card. Hey, Moving man. on. There we go. <laughs> Starting, kicking off the main show proper, we have the WWE Championship on the line with Drew McIntyre defending his championship against a very, very old-looking Goldberg. Goldberg was on um, the show? Let's let's start. Whoever made that comment in our group chat says Goldberg is starting to look a lot more like Gilbert right was, now. Was, Hugo said that. Hugo said that. Yeah, we said that. We said way too much to go back. I'm pretty sure it was a will. It was a will. Was wasn't far off. Uh, Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> Goldberg does not look. I mean, the guy's in his fifties, mid fifties. You know, um, he didn't look. In wrestling shape, person like he's in great shape for a fifty-year-old guy. Hundred percent. He's not in great shape for a fifty-year-old wrestler. Dude, he looks better than Chris Jericho right now. Oh man, damn man! What? What I say? You talking about bird chest? He got the Kofi case <laughs> going on. <laughs> His chest came in. You know what happens with like Kofi uh, and Chris Jericho's chest? You know that that yo say it with your chest. They said it with the too much chest, and they ain't got nothing left. Like that's what's happening over there. <clears throat> yeah, man, it's all that it's all that insurrection, kind of like you know. Oh my lord! Oh man, can we can we can we stick to this McIntyre Goldberg match or not? Can we all just get along? I was gonna say that his chest was sunken in before that, but <laughs> you're right. Moving, c- c- continuing with the McIntyre Goldberg. Goldberg's wearing shorts. What did he go to the Brock Lesnar School for Wrestling? Like, yep. what is he? Dude, did you see what? him hopping around? Like as 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 the as the fireworks kind of like uh, the sparkles kind of stop, mm-hmm. and he starts jumping and he caught he catches himself and stops. I was like, mm-hmm. what the what what? I was waiting for him to fall. I, I legit thought it was gold. I, mean, I thought uh, I thought it was Brock. I was like, "What was going on?" And then it dissipated. And then you see Oldberg, and I was like, "Oh, there we go." Yeah, no, no, yeah. He looked ridiculous in his shorts. Um, 
But like we all knew this was going to be a short match, right? Because Goldberg can't go. He couldn't go for long in his prime. He surely can't go for long now. So yeah, I mean, the match be a- starts off with Drew McIntyre running and spearing Goldberg, and and the match hasn't started. Oh my God, what is Drew McIntyre doing? The match hasn't started. I'm like, we get it. They're going to beat each other up for a little bit, and then they're going to put it back, like put him back in the ring. Ding, ding, ding. And after what was um on the outside of the ring before the match starts, Goldberg spears McIntyre. They break the barricade. They get inside. Drew's like, start the damn match. At, like the rest, like, oh, we, I don't want to start it. Are you okay? Like, start the damn match. That's a terrible accent. I oh, that was horrendous. Arnold. <laughs> yeah, that was start the damn match. Wow. Okay. So they start the match, and then it's like it's like you give two children like remote controls for a video game and you just turn their specials off and they're just they're just doing spears and claymore kicks the worst jackhammer i've seen possibly since the undertaker jackhammer no wow. the fiend jackhammer was also really bad oh it was just a suplex that's it yeah, like yeah let me let me ask you a question maybe someone can answer this to me and 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 i'm not trying to be cynical but this is legitimately a question that i have because they've done this for a lot of goldberg matches right so you know the match is going to go short. You know the match is going to be like two, three minutes. What is the point of the whole the match hasn't started yet due to beat him up outside stuff? Wouldn't it better suit you to add that to the ring time? Because it doesn't have to be technical uh, thrill. It's It literally could just be throw around power moves that don't have to look pretty. It could just be a brawl. So you get five minutes of brawl. Two and a half, three minutes of wrestling, and you have an average eight-minute match. And in, in terms mm-hmm. of average time, not average in quality because the quality is garbage. But it's not like they—it's not like they did any. It's like there was like any quote-unquote DQ spots. Like nothing that happened before the ring, the before the bell rang, was like they couldn't have just done that after the bell rang. Pure time filler because all Old Bird can do is. Punch kick, punch kick, power move, punch kick, whatever he calls a spear, and try not to kill somebody with a jackhammer. I guess I just I don't. He wasn't much of a wrestler to begin with, so now no, I get one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But what I'm saying is, if you're going to do the outside of the ring stuff, why not just do that as part of the official match? Why not ring the bell and then do that stuff? Because then the old man has to remember to climb into the ring every ten seconds. He moves. Okay. <clears throat> All right. I guess that makes sense. He can so, bar- he can barely walk. You want to climb into the ring every nine seconds? Hundred percent. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. So dumb. So Drew McIntyre and Goldberg are exchanging finishers. We get a a spear, a spear, a jackhammer, a two count, and then two claymore kicks, and Drew McIntyre wins. But the 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 piece de resistance was not the Claymore. It was Goldberg post match saying You passed the test. Like like you've passed the test, but the uh, the princess is in another castle. You have to keep going. Like what the hell does that even mean? You did it. You Bro, passed the test. I I I don't think I've ever been so annoyed with like in-ring verbiage that's been spewed. You passed 
you passed the test. What test? You're a 50-plus-year-old part-timer who was never a good wrestler to begin with. What test did the current WWE champion pass? That made like I'd, I'd understand if it was like the other way around, maybe, and like Goldberg came back six months ago, and he's trying to make his way back up the ladder, and he finally faces Drew, who's the current WWE champion, and he beats Drew, and Drew says, okay, you passed the test. That makes sense. That makes more sense to me. There's a journey that you had to go through. There was an obstacle you had to pass. But what what journey, what, what, what did he pass? What did the current full-time WWE superstar in his prime, who's the champion, what did he pass by beating Oldberg? Mind you, somebody who has never held that championship. Never <laughs> Oh my god! When he said that, I I was like, I literally, outwardly, expletively questioned what the expletive. I don't get it. What were they gonna put in there? What were they gonna fill in? What would you? What would have you had him say if you were writing his his outro piece there? What would you have said? Made him say nothing. In nothing or. Okay, kid. Even okay, kid would have been like, "All right, you shut me up. You're right." Something like Not that. Even. He could have just shook his hand. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying if he had to say something, if he had to say something, you could say something like, "You're right," or "Okay," or you know, like, "You were right," or something, something like Congratulations. that. Congratulate something. Not you passed the test. What mother bleeping test did he pass? I think it's one of those last minute jobbies that uh, Vince comes up with, you know, at the end. He goes, just say this at the end. You were able to fight a 50 year old man and not put him in the hospital. You passed the test. Oh, I can't. So stupid. Maybe maybe his COVID results came in and he's like, oh, you passed the test. (laughs) (laughs) But you're good because COVID runs rampant in this company. So, you know. You're good. Well, can we can we move on, guys? Can we from this whole thing? Way more time on this match than even WWE wanted to. Yeah, yowza! So the following match is for the WWE Women's SmackDown Women's Championship, defending champion Sasha Banks versus Carmella, who is accompanied by her sommelier Reginald Thomas. Um, What's a sommelier, by the way? Because you're the master of the English language. What is that? I believe it's some sort of like wine or champagne connoisseur, something almost like an expert in yeah, that they, stuff. They they said that during the match. Uh, They're like, "What's a sommelier?" Uh, no, it was a pre-show. It was the pre-show. They're like, okay. "What's a sommelier?" And they said it was like a wine, like a like a master in wine or something. Yeah, like a that. wine steward. And okay. uh, Booker T said, "So that means he's an alcoholic." <laughs> <laughs> And and JBL goes, oh, so I'm a sommelier also. <laughs> yeah, so like all the um, fancy restaurants and stuff, the people that pick the wines for those restaurants, that a sommelier would do that. Never been, couldn't tell you. I'm to a restaurant. No, to one of those wine tasting places, man. I've been to no, a just just a restaurant in general. A regular restaurant carries wine. The wine that that yeah, restaurant carries. Yeah, they get a sommelier to select the wine that that restaurant carries. 
Okay, so you're gonna take yeah. me to that restaurant next time because I couldn't even tell you where there's to one. Pair the wines with their menus for this, you know, suggestion. There you oh, go. go to an outback. You go to an outback steakhouse. They have wine. Exactly. They have a sommelier there too. Sure. Probably not. Probably not. It's all probably like barefoot or <laughs> barinuda, whatever. That's not what's called. <laughs> From what Peter I understand, Lucas. a sommelier owner... probably has a sommelier. To have a sommelier is, is a certification thing. So it's like like uh, Davis was saying, it's like a matter of knowing what to pair with what. So you probably take a couple courses, you take a test, boom, you're sommelier. Nancy, yeah. Nancy. It's like, mm, this red wine tastes good with a steak. This white wine tastes good with chocolate. Hmm. I take white wine with everything because I don't like red wine. I don't like no white period. I mean, if I had wine. to pick. <laughs> anyway, this is not this is not the this is not wine to apples or grapples to grapes. Um, oh Lord, grapples thought, to grapes. I thought this was grapples to apples. What show am I on? That's what I just I well, just said is, that. Well, there is an there is an, a, there is an apple. There is such thing as apple wine. Also, can hey. okay, we? All right, so this match cider. Uh, oh, I like cider. Stop it. Okay, so Sasha Banks versus Carmella for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um. I think the the sommelier ends up getting thrown out halfway through the match because uh, he got involved twice. Exactly. The second time was he caught Sasha Banks as she was falling or something like that, and so she was like, "Put me down," and that's when the ref threw her threw him out. And Carmelo no, was he like, put her, uh, "He put her down," and then she slapped him. Yeah, and, and so then the, the ref the ref kicked him out. Carmelo was like, why'd you throw him out? Why'd you do that? He's like, he goes, he interfered in them. He got involved in the match twice. Plus, what is he doing out here anyway? He doesn't need to be out here. And so, off he went. Well, well first of all, that doesn't make any sense, referee. No, it That's, doesn't. It doesn't. Um, I I, I kind of agree with Carmelo where Reginald didn't really, he got himself involved by catching Sasha, yes. But Sasha struck him. That's not a reason to kick him out. And the ref saying, what is he doing out here? What is any manager doing out there? Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. There you go. Manager. He's not a manager, nor is he a valet. He's a sommelier. What is your wine oh, guy Lord. doing accompanying oh, you to the gosh. ring? Oh, thank you. Thank you, Captain Literal Man. Like, seriously? He's a Somalian. For, for, for someone who just recently was like, I'm I'm too cynical now. I take WWE too literal. I can't suspend my disbelief anymore. That that Uh-oh. you're you're gonna preach, but then when I'm telling you legitimately that the referee's word for word makes sense because he's a Somalier, not a manager or valet, he has no business being there. Let me think about it. If you were at your UFC fight and someone brought their their wine taster with them, you'd be like, What is this guy doing here? Is it you're, allowed to your fight? Whoever you, you're allowed to have whoever you want in your corner. Exactly. Doesn't mean he has any business Mike, Mike there. Perry, Mike Perry in his last fight had only his girlfriend in his corner. Yep. But this is why the referee, the referee didn't throw him out for being there. He just said, by the way, he has no business being here anyway. So what does it matter that I threw him out? You know why? Because if he, if Charlotte, uh, uh, Carmella wins, maybe she wants to drink a nice red wine in the middle of the ring. He needs to be there. He got thrown out for getting involved in the match. And the ref just happened to say, also, he doesn't need to be here. So he got involved, and he's not like he's your manager or your coach or your valet, so he doesn't need to be here, so he's gone. But how does the ref know that? 
They don't know. He doesn't. Know. First of all, the ref doesn't even know he's doing his actual job. He got tossed. He got, he got tossed for getting tossed. The referee is in the stars. The referee is in the well, stars. He has gosh. no idea. He had no idea he was actually at the Royal Rumble. He thought he was in the Performance Center still. Oh, yeah, was, yeah. This was his big. This was his big break. <laughs> Listen, to like, be, that's it. To be honest, to make this ejection make a little more sense. They should have had Sasha struggle a little more to get out of his grip, not just like have him easily put her down. Like she should be like, "Put me down." He's like, "No, put me down. No, put me down." And then it's warranted to have the ejection. It's the second. It was the second time he got involved. The referee has every right to eject anybody he wants. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Since you want to be Captain Literal Man, hear me out. This is not their first match. Correct. He knows that Reginald has gotten involved in the past. Correct. He said Reginald's already intervened twice in this match. Why not throw him out in the first time since he knows the history of the match? He knows Mm -hmm. that he's going to get involved in. Why not throw him out before? Why not throw him out after the first try? Because it's a championship match. You don't want to be a distraction. You no, want to no, go no, to no, leniency. No, 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 Leniency. The same way, the same way that, no, 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 the same way during the playoffs of any sport, refs are going to hold their whistle a little close to the chest because you don't want to be the one getting involved. Not when the Rangers were in the cup. Not when the Rangers was in the cup. You, you a, know you're not completely right about that one, girl. Let me talk to me about that one. Come on, Davis. You're telling me that we haven't watched a ton of hockey games in the playoffs where dudes are hitting each other left, right, and center, and the refs are just like, I, ain't, I, don't, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't see anything. And I've seen, and I've seen plenty about of hockey legitimate. games also where the referee's like, I want all the power in the world, and their arm goes up whenever they feel like it. Yeah. Thank you. Whatever. I'm not surprised this, this argument is going the way it's going. Anyway. <laughs> wow. Look at that. When When he doesn't get his way... He cries foul. Wow, where did he learn that from? You me. He learned it from me. <laughs> you, <laughs> you. <laughs> I, I was literally waiting for you to say me because I'm sitting there like, well, well. this son is it you? He learned, he learned it from it me. Oh my gosh! Anyway, <laughs> after after <laughs> after a couple of instances where it seemed like Carmelo was going to win, she had her in the code. She had Sasha in the code of silence. Um, Sasha was able to get out of it. And with just one bank statement in the middle of the ring, she gets Carmella to tap. And 10 minutes later, Sasha has retained her WWE SmackDown with this championship. Uh, okay, so so the one thing that like pissed me off the, about this entire match was from Carmella SmackDown. Car- uh, no, uh, I mean, if Carmella won it, then. No, I said Carmella was have... in it. That was enough to piss me off. Oh, no. it's uh, Sasha Banks gives. Reginald, the sommelier, a bottle of wine and says that she can drink this through a straw when I'm done with her. And he gives like this creepy smirk like, hmm, I'm going to do something with this bottle at the Royal Rumble. They didn't come out with anything. They didn't like it was a red herring, essentially. Like, and and that's what got me like I would have picked Sasha without a doubt. If not for that red herring. Because oh. he gets thrown out. Like, like history has shown that when your valet, your coach, your sommelier, your manager, whatever, gets kicked out from ringside, there's at least a ref bump. The guy comes back out, gets involved, mm-hmm. and then you get the finish of the match. We didn't get that. Well, it's usually one of two ways. It's either that or it's a clean win for the face. 
but nine times out of ten, it's ref bump with uh, an interference. Especially when they go out of their way to like foreshadow it. You're both yes. right, but they went out of their way. With, and you know what? That that's the second one of the night. Because if you remember, and you know, the Miz was talking all this garbage about cashing in, and that never happened. Yeah, that's true. In my in my recent memory. Usually, the manager getting tossed or whatever, if it's a big grudge match for a title that's like a main event type thing, then that means, okay, we're going to have a clean one-on-one. It's going to go another like 20 minutes and like whoever's, you know, whoever wins, wins. No, you're, you're absolutely right with that. But when they when they foreshadow as much as they did like yeah, this I, one. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm saying, when, it, to, when it doesn't have that same weight. Yeah, you're 100% right. When it doesn't have that same weight and or when it's like done the way it's done here. You almost expect them to come back and get involved somehow, but not how it happened. Sasha wins. Um, I mean, hell, I would have, I would have even rathered the ref bump. Reginald comes back out and then like costs Carmella the match by accident by hitting her instead of hitting Sasha with the wine bottle, and then Carmella picking up the win. I mean, Sasha picking up the win. But I didn't, didn't get any of that. I was okay. You with have first. Sasha. You get Sasha Banks hitting a bank statement, and. Carmella almost instantaneously tapping out to it. Yeah. I was like, all right, we're done with this now. Like, Carmella does not deserve another championship opportunity. For sure. My only issue with the match is that it felt flat. For a second title match between the two of them, for a match that was supposedly so personal, you know, it just felt like a, oh, okay, we're done. Moving on. It felt like a filler match. Yeah, it, yeah, it did like a title match at a big four pay per view for sure. They were sending 100%. up for what, a month. They were like they were sending up for like a month, maybe a little bit over that. Well, this and feud has been did... going on since when did Sasha and Bailey's after, feud end? After Survivor Series, there you yeah, go. Yeah, it's been at least two okay, months. So two months, right? So they get to this point, and it seems like they don't know each other. Yeah, I'm like yeah. okay, but there is such thing as like no chemistry, like you know. Yeah. Yeah, but they were showing chemistry the last few weeks, like with the whole bottle, and then they going up against each other, and then they go into the match, and they we we look. This tells you everything. We've been focusing on the stupid sommelier instead of their their feud. You know what yeah. I mean? So well, what does it tell you about the match? Remember, and Carmella's repertoire isn't that deep anyway. No, she's not. She's not really like all that great in the ring. I mean, if you talk to Corey Graves on commentary, you think she's the greatest thing since sliced bread. But, I was you know. just about to say that. I mean, there's a couple of things that work against this this match and this feud in general. A, the fact that they have this third party, the sommelier, who's been such a, a focus of the entire feud, detracts from any sort of like real substantial heat you're going to get for a title program first. Mm-hmm. Second, Carmela's still trying to establish this new character, and I just don't even, I'm not sure that I even know what this character is. She's not on the same level as Sasha in terms of in-ring work. And then you have these two putting on a match in the middle of a Royal Rumble. I mean, it, not not only that, right after a WWE Championship match and then right before the Women's Rumble. So it's like, there's just a lot rolling against this match that it almost never had a chance to succeed. Like, you got to be honest. Put this in front of the usual Royal Rumble crowd, which is a stadium full of 60, 70,000 people. They wouldn't care. 
you have a dead crowd going into the Women's Royal Rumble. Yeah, because it's a match that nobody wants to see or care about. The first two were matches nobody wanted to see or care about. Well, the first match would have gotten the, the nostalgia pop for Oldberg, and then they would have gotten the face pop for Drew winning, because Drew is an over-champion. No, 100% will, but if you look at the screens, when Oldberg came out, go back to the beginning of the screens during his entrance, and then during the championship intros, there was actually a lot of a lot of booing and f- people with the thumbs down. That is one thing that I noticed. Whatever. <laughs> I, I know that I'm, I'm going to foreshadow a little bit right now, but I looked at Peter Rosenberg's wiki page. It's hilarious. Oh, I got it. Either. Oh God. Okay. Let's shades. Can you can you take us over to I'll, the rumble? I'll get to it. I'll get to, to the it. women's rumble. Okay. So so before we get the women's rumble, we have our musical performance. Uh, to oh right. Latin Grammy Award winner Bad Bunny performing his song Booker T. Now, um, Bad Bunny is a big wrestling fan. Hold on. Didn't I tell you they're going to put this before the women's match? Didn't I tell you they're going to do that? Yeah, but not for the reasons that you think. Oh, so then why, so then why, would, you, why would they put this match here then? Uh, your, your theory was to bring all his women fans to watch the Women's Royal Rumble. All of Amanda's friends watched the performance and then they said oh they got merch on what you call it they turned off the, sh- the stream and they went straight to wwe network to buy like pre-order the bad bunny royal rumble merch just because it didn't work doesn't mean that wasn't the plan i mean is it a little weird that you know a little coincidental that they did between both women's matches sure i'll give you that but I'm I think that was by you. design. I think that was by design. Yeah, I'm, women I'm... women demographically buy more music than men do. So when they put it between the women's matches, that's that's the sweet spot. So you exactly. had more ladies you had more ladies uh watching it and it's like, Oh my god, it's bad bunny and then they threw up the merch thing and it, they make it all colorful and stuff like that, and then women can't help themselves. They're like, Yeah, let's get it. And, well, it's not just women's; they're his fans. His fans, yeah, yeah. but his mo- fans. mostly his fans are ladies too. You know, like yeah, know, they're, the, so, they're the biggest consumers. So what I'm trying to say is, people who don't watch wrestling, especially like women who don't watch wrestling, mm-hmm. have to have to sit through three matches to get to what they actually came for: Bad Bunny, a five-minute performance. And after that, they don't care about it. If they got to sit through a a, a a foreigner beating up an elderly man <laughs> and Sasha Banks and Carmella, because they're probably not watching, they're not, they're not watching the pre-show. I'll tell you that. No. So like, all right, I got to, I'll turn this on at seven. I have to wait 13 minutes. Bad Bunny comes on. I came, this is what I came for. You think they're going to be like, oh, uh, who was number one? Bailey and uh, Naomi. Oh, I'm going to stay for this. Um, This woman with a Karen haircut and the one with the tremendous ass. That's what I'm here for. No, they're not going to do that. They're like, all right, Bad Bunny's not in this. I'm turning this off. Who was the one with the tremendous ass? I can't. (laughs) 
Naomi, come on, stop playing games. Here, <laughs> I know, I know. I just, I, to point, I, just wanted, know I wanted you to point my boo out. Come on, come on, buddy. Come on, buddy. You Dude, know who it is. Her, Bailey, and Tony Storm had me like. <laughs> boing, 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 boing. Bro, it was a meat. It was a, it was a meat market in there. It was ridiculous. It was too much. It, yeah, was, that, it was a lot. I, it was a meat market on there, and on the menu, it was, it was rum. <laughs> it was rum. That was the. It was crazy. But um, they 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 have him do his musical performance. We get the Royal Rumble, and for the most part, the Royal Rumble had did a good job at balancing. Uh, the nostalgia factor and their superstars. So you, you get Bianca Belair coming out at number three. Um, Shot, yeah, yeah. Shotzi Blackheart and Tony Storm, uh, Santana Garrett and Rhea Ripley, Dakota Kai and Ember Moon from NXT. Your um, legends or uh, free agents, as Wiki has them, uh, Jillian Hall. Why? Yeah. Uh, Alicia Fox, who they keep calling a legend. Why? Because her botches are legendary. Thank wig, you. You know what? Wig almost came Good job, out. sir. You. And for me, the biggest surprise of the Royal Rumble, the Women's Royal Rumble, was uh, a returning Victoria. Um... That drew some eye from me because I was like, I loved Victoria as a wrestler. She was fantastic. Um, she forgot to pack her booty in her short in her suitcase. Good what? lord, she sir. had no butt. She forgot to pack her booty in the short in her in her suitcase. Oh, we had enough rump there to go around. <laughs> You're completely right, but I mean, good. show up a little, oh, you know. Oh my lord! But um, you know. Uh, the the match was okay up until you get R Truth come back out, and he thinks that this is the men's Royal Rumble, and he's like, "Oh my bad, wrong wrong Royal Rumble," and then the 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 jobber crew runs out. He runs into the ring, and you get Alicia Fox pin R Truth to become the twenty four seven champion in the middle of the Royal Rumble. Can I can I say something to the to to so that actually upset me because I was like this is uh, when Truth came out and said oh this is the wrong uh, rumble I would I, I was like yo that's funny okay mm-hmm. and then he goes to the back and people chase him fine that was great but then they dragged it and it was super disrespectful to the ladies bro yep and yep. it took away from them and I was like what was the women's evolution for. I'm like, what was it for if you're disrespecting your your top? I mean, this is most of the women there were your top female wrestlers, and you throw in a dumb little gimmick like that. It could have ended with him messing up and say, Oh, I was in the wrong one. Dude, that was funny. Okay. Mm-hmm. Also, he goes to the back, you know, like Santino Morella a few years ago when he came out and he was, you know, he's trying to be a girl. Santino? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay, great. Funny. Cute. He gets tossed. He's gone, right? No, they dragged it. And I was like, Dude, that is. I, and I sat there and I was just, I just put my face in my phone for the rest of the match. 
And I was just so upset, dude. I was like, you but know why? What? But why are you upset? We have a uh, uh, if if Vince Vince logic is oh we're gonna throw a man in there and a woman will win the belt, like. That's the that that's the whole point is to get a, a, a quick laugh that Alicia Fox beat R Truth to get eliminated almost momentarily after that to get re rolled up by R Truth. So R Truth wins the twenty four seven championship again. I, I it was like you said, I, I agree wholeheartedly with you. If R Truth ran down and I was like, All right, oh my bad, I'm in the wrong rumble. And then he gets chased by the jobber squad. And they they do a they do a lap around the ring and then he just takes off through the, the, the crowd area, you know, where the TVs are at. You do that, be done with it. A hundred percent. You spend forty five seconds on it max. Mm-hmm. And then you get back to the women, you know. But they didn't do that. Nope. I just thought it was disrespectful. Those girls are out there. You know they're they're putting it all out there. They don't have they don't give them you know a ton of time, and they then they they you know they're coming out with this ridiculousness. I was like, uh, I didn't like it. Yeah, couldn't could not have said it better myself. Oh, thank you, and you're so eloquent. I appreciate that. exactly. You would so, use some so, big small words in there, Will. Don't lie. That's true. <laughs> so, so let's look at some of the women that were in it. Mandy Rose from Raw, Charlotte, Lacey Evans, who came out in a Ric Flair robe as she's done in the past. Um, first of all, Ric Flair. No, she wasn't Rob. wearing a Ric Flair robe. That was the same robe that Charlotte came out in. If you notice, yeah, when she took the robe off, they grabbed it, it and ran to the back. But it said Nature Boy on the yeah, back. Yeah, I was going to say they had a Nature Boy's pack on it. You sure about that? Because it was looking exactly I, I, the I same as the one that Charlotte wore. Okay. 100% positive. Okay. It looked exactly like the one that Charlotte was wearing. I made sure yeah. to look for because I wanted to call it out on the show. <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, I'm like, no, no, no. Yeah, I didn't get away with this. Um, not, not to mention Charlotte changed her ring gear. Yeah. To go into the Rumble. Why? Why do that? I don't you don't know. want to wear like, like that, that. That one. That's the only thing that really frustrated me outside the R Truth thing was Charlotte. She came out with like that, that, that reddish, creamish. Uh, attire on the pre-show, and then came out in purple on the main show. Yeah, don't change your ring gear. That was that was like well, like everybody came out looking. If you had a match, you knew they had a match earlier in the night. Yeah, like Shayna Shayna Baszler did not exactly look fresh. <laughs> and she kind of hobbled out a little bit. She came out like yeah. all right, I did this already. Shayna Baszler is the only one that came out. Like they used to in like the 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 mid nineties, um, when they've had a match and like oh they're you can see the wear and tear on their body. Yeah, like her hair was disheveled hair a little bit. Yeah, yeah. She didn't put her hair back up. She was a little disheveled. She just came out like that. Yeah. If Nia, up nothing. If Nia Jax thought she was gassed in her tag team match, oh man, she looked gassed in the Royal Rumble. But she can hide that in this match. She can kind of just. Go to a knee and sit in a corner for a bit, you know? She can, yeah. she can what? She can hide, you said? Where? Yes. Impossible, monsieur. Impossible. All right, come on, guys. Let's not, other, let's others, not do this. Other than the uh, the R Truth thing, I thought it was actually a really well booked rumble. Um, yes, it was. It was. For the ladies, yes. The, um, the only other thing that I could have lived without is having Charlotte in for as long as she is, but I understand. 
She is one of your top superstar, your top females. And to have her go that long, but then get eliminated gives a rub to those who eliminate her. So I I, I get it. I get it. Which... Like, so you had you had cool spots. I'm sorry, Tommy Boy. You had cool spots in the match with um, Bianca Belair and Naomi. Um, oh, I love that. They're, they're hanging um, by their legs. Naomi, that was a good spot. Yeah, that was a cool spot. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Naomi used Bianca Belair to prop herself back up into the match, and they just start fist fighting each other. And they're like, "Wait, wait, 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 wait! Let's help each other get up." So they swing, they swing, they swing, they get up. And I was like, "Oh, you know what? That's pretty cool." Like, you know, you don't and, get to see it at all. And it didn't occur to me until you about this just now. This is not the only spot where Bianca's near elimination and decides to to kind of stop, and the person that she's near eliminating with go, wait, let's get ourselves back in the ring. It happened later on the match again with Rhea. This goes to show, and right. this is, you know, I'm sure this was, the, this was the, the point, was it plays to Bianca's intelligence, which is why she won the match. Instead of, That's why you she's know, the smartest. Yeah, exactly. Instead of getting caught up and potentially getting herself eliminated with Naomi or with Rhea, both of those instances, she had the wherewithal to say, wait, let's get ourselves back in the ring. And, and and sort this out. And it worked out for her. There was also a point where, and this is where Bianca, without, you know, using eliminations, actually showed her ring awareness and smartness. Mm-hmm. I forgot who it was, but she went to pick somebody up or catch somebody and kind of botched a little bit and dropped. And, you know, there was a little bit of a drop, but she realized how close to the rope she actually was and made it look like she was trying to get her to the ropes to eliminate her. So mm. it would have been just a straight up botch. Looked like a oh, I was trying to eliminate her, but I lost my grip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, we I, I really thoroughly enjoyed the comedy stuff that Billy Kay was doing early in the match. Um, I liked the even once she was done with the the comedy of the like I'm looking for a partner to take my resume. Once she got in the match. I, I really did like that they continued the, the story of her with the Riot Squad. And then when Peyton was there, and Peyton was like, let's do the Iconics. And then she was like, wait, because Ruby and Liv were watching her. So then, like, she was like, wait, I don't know what to do. And then she got eliminated. And so, like, the the, the whole Billy Kay storyline in this match, I thought was great. Between her context. Being... Say again? It had context. 100%. Between her doing her shtick of trying to find a partner and then her trying to still be part of the Riot Squad, but then, you know, teaming up again with Peyton and like the whole thing I thought was well booked for um for Billy Kay. And I'm not really a Billy Kay fan, but I thought this worked really well for her. Yeah. Um I but I'm actually like focusing more on tonight that I realize is uh, ring attire. I don't ever focus on ring attire. Um, I'm re- remembering now that Sasha Banks is wearing like a Louis Vuitton mm-hmm. type ring yep. gear. Yep. With white. I'm like, oh, that's cool. So, you know, you, you try to look for like little homages and stuff like that. And while we were watching uh, the Women's Royal Rumble, somebody said that Liv Morgan had like a tribute to HBK. I said that. Yeah. Oh, it was you. Okay. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, that's Christina Aguilera from the Dirty video, because of the stripes on the um, on the chest um, 
top that she was wearing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that's an homage. Uh, Lacey Evans doing her homage to Ric Flair that she's doing weekly. It's like, um, I don't know if this if it's a if it's an homage or not, but. Um, Naomi with the whole uh, gorgeous ladies of wrestling with the glow thing is that is that a could be an homage as well because it's spelled out you know it could be but her whole stick time. is feel the glow but yeah yeah sure but it's usually feel the glow not just glow you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. On, you know and it's in the same font as um the TV show Glow as well and then yeah. you have the, the homage to beauty as itself with Tori Wilson being in the match oh god. Another little uh, tidbit from the Women's Royal Rumble. Bianca Belair, by 48 seconds, broke Natalia's record for longest time spent in the Rumble. Nice. Nice, nice. Good job. Uh, Yeah, okay. So we're talking about uh, stats here. Um, Most eliminations tonight, not of all time, was Rhea Ripley with seven. Missed it by one. Cool. Uh, Missed tying it by one. Uh, Naya and Bianca uh, with four each. Um, for the Shayna really had six. First, um, um, really for the. Are you done over there, Ricky Bobby? <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know that you heard that. That was outside. Yeah, I know. Um, for the first time in a long time, it feels like. This was really NXT, Raw, and SmackDown's superstars. They didn't like oversaturate it with um, yeah uh, old, older wrestlers or part timers. We only had like four, three, three, not four non WWE wrestlers right now. Jillian, Victoria, Alicia Fox. I only count three. Tori Wilson. Four. Oh yeah, yeah that's, right, that's right, that's right. Because they have her colored differently for the Hall of Fame. What about Mickey yeah, James? Mickey she's James is on Raw. She's still considered Raw. Didn't wasn't she on like the, the Legends episode? Everyone was exactly. like, "Isn't she a Legends?" Confusing. Exactly. But she's still on she's the Raw still, roster. Thank, yes, thank you, Tom. She's still technically a Raw superstar. <laughs> so I call her a Legend at night. Exactly. Exactly. WWE, stop being logical. Oh my god! Because she, she's still because she's still technically a Legend in the sport, but she's still on Raw. Um, is she really? Is she you really can be a both. legend in this you sport? Can be both. Stratus rivalry. Come on, come on. Uh, Mickey James is working. TNA. Oh no, yeah, Mickey James is, is is definitely up there in terms but of women's TNA wrestlers. WWE doesn't count mm-hmm. TNA. You know that. WWE doesn't really, count, but WWE. really AJ Styles. Oh my god! Okay. He just appeared out of nowhere at thirty-seven years old. Okay, he never wrestled a day in his life before he got to WWE. No, they they acknowledge they acknowledge his Japan stuff. All right, all right, fine. One person because Japan paid for it. <laughs> yeah, right. So back to well, back to the match. Something that I did enjoy was the they finally got the Lana booking right after all of the ridiculous booking of her getting put to the table nineteen times, and then her getting taken out of the TLC tag match. She makes her surprise return as number twenty six on the Rumble today, and. And so I thought it would have been better if she had come in with the with the fire and eliminated Shayna Baszler and then like whatever, right? But they didn't do that. She kind of was like just 
a part of the of the match for a while. And then Nia Jax came out and they engage. Um Lana slaps her a few times and she goats her into chasing after her. She low bridges her with the top rope and eliminates Nia Jax. So for once they got Lana to get a proper um, redemption and Nia Jax to get her proper comeuppance um, in at least some capacity and in a capacity that makes sense because, you know, they haven't made it believable that Lana could beat Nia Jax in a wrestling match. So how does she beat her? She beats her in a rumble. Okay. That's fine. It's a textbook elimination too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And then most of the greats have done it for sure. And one of my favorite eliminations was Alexa Bliss's elimination. Yes. Alexa Bliss comes in at twenty at number twenty seven. She's doing the whole like the same way Bray has the Mr. Rogers version and then the Fiend. She has her like twelve year old, you know, girl version and then the Fiend version. So she comes out as like the twelve year old girl. She's skipping and tra la 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 la. Um she gets to the match, they beat her down, and then it they tease the fiend stuff. Some of the lights start to go out. The camera zooms in on her face as she's starting to look possessed or deranged. And then Rhea Ripley just throws her over the ropes. And I was like, that is amazing. They did not play into this hokey nonsense because it doesn't make sense, right? The way the fiend, right. So the way the whole fiend setup works, it takes a long time. You have to do the lights in pieces. Doom, boom, boom, boom. Lights go out, lights come back on, change of clothes, right? But that doesn't make sense in the in the context of a Royal Rumble. So I thought it was great that they didn't play along. They didn't just all stop, let the lights go out, and then everyone retake your positions. The lights come back up and she's going to change of clothes. No. They just, Rhea's like, I'm not playing this game, and just tossed her out. Brilliant. The thing is, she also has to change her makeup, too. Like, it, you can't have Alexa do a changeover in a live setting. It, it's right. just not possible. 100%. It's just I, I was I was so happy with the way they eliminated Alexa Bliss. They had to. So we get down to the end of the line, where we have um, Bianca Belair, who was in at number three. Um, who else is in the? Natty, Charlotte, and Rhea, Rhea Ripley. There you go. So there's your final four. Um, we end up getting down to Rhea and Bianca being the final two. Now, I picked Bianca. However, I thought Rhea Ripley needs this match more for her career after the derailment following her WrestleMania loss to Charlotte. Um, but at least the final two, had, the match within the match, was a good one. They went back and oh, forth. They traded, like, almost eliminations. They, like, you know, they were both smart about it. But at the end of the day, Bianca Belair was able to overcome and won her first Royal Rumble. And I couldn't be happier. Her emotion, once the realization hit that she won the Royal Rumble, you can see her face change from, okay, I'm working, I'm working, I'm working, to, oh my God, wait, oh my God, I actually won the Royal Rumble. This and happened. Exactly. You know, um, even Alan, Tampa boy, he was texting me, and he's like, hey, do the wrestlers know who's going to win before the match because her reaction was genuine? And I'm like, yeah, but there's a difference between them just being told backstage and it actually happening. 
Yeah, because you can so, get swerved at any time. Oh, for sure. It's like it, it feels like like Vince was sitting there with her right before she went out. Hey, you're going to you're going to win the rumble today. She just goes out there, tries to hide her emotion, goes through it. The adrenaline is kicking, and then once she realizes that, yo, I'm going to WrestleMania, and she goes, I'm going to put the EST in WrestleMania, and me. Having you know your best <laughs> friend who English major, I'm like, wait a minute. Mm, I'll, okay, there's there EST and wrestle. There it is. There. I'm gonna put the EST in WrestleMania. I'm I'm glad you looked for it. That makes me happy. And then it was like, um, they were like, yeah, she's gonna put. She puts the EST in grandest stage of them all. I was like, Shut oh up. God, jeez, way to ruin it. Just WrestleMania would have been perfect. She puts the yeah. EST in WrestleMania. Boom. Exactly. There you go. But big big ups to Bianca Belair. Um, uh, I I thought her push was too early. Um, I thought that they could have just built her casually, uh, and then have her face off against somebody at WrestleMania and not have to win the Royal Rumble. I thought Rhea did need the Royal Rumble win more than any woman in this in this mm-hmm. match, mm-hmm. especially after Thrill said uh, last year's. I uh, lost to Charlotte. So, I mean, I think that doesn't sorry. mean she can't redeem herself. Yeah. What was that? You have three women's titles. That doesn't mean Rhea still can't redeem herself at Mania. I agree. But it needed. All right. So for me, it was supposed to be the the, the top the the last the final four was perfectly fine. I don't care about that. It was uh, Natty, Bianca, Charlotte, Rhea. Natty and Bianca should have gotten eliminated, and then Rhea could have eliminated Charlotte. She she stole my title at WrestleMania. Now I'm stealing her moment to go to WrestleMania by eliminating her last, and that would have been a, a, a great story to tell for Rhea Ripley. Bianca running the marathon is also a great... Anytime you run a marathon, except for the Men's Royal Rumble is tonight, is, <laughs> is, is, is a great storyline. So again, I'm happy for for um, Bianca. I never thought that she was championship material at NXT, um, but her in ring work is has gotten so much better. Her mic work is really good. Her EST thing is, <clears throat> I wouldn't say it's captivating, but it it definitely has people uh, watching her. What's, so what I love about what she's doing now is when she was in NXT, she was a straight up heel, right? Mm-hmm. She was arrogant about the EST thing. What they've done with her on SmackDown is they've they've given a slight turn so that it's not arrogance, it's confidence. And so mm-hmm. when when they interview her and stuff, when she does the mic work, she's like, I'm not here to be arrogant. I'm not saying I'm the EST just to say it. She's like, I'm just confident that I know that I am the best, the smartest, the strongest, blah, blah, blah. So she doesn't come off as arrogant. And it and it helps that they've like they pull the curtain back a little bit on her, and they constantly say about, oh, she's been through this, and she's gone through that, and blah, blah, blah. So when people know her backstory, and then the fact that her character is the EST, she's someone to root for. you know. And then on top of that, like, like you said, her in-ring work has gotten a lot better. She's crazy athletic. So, mm-hmm. you know, she they, they, they've, been, they've been building her so hard in the last few months. That I wasn't surprised. That's why she was my pick. Um, as for Rhea, and I do agree that your storyline to end the Rumble would have been great for Rhea. But like Davis said, like Tommy Boy said, excuse me, 
Doesn't matter. You can call me whatever. Um, <laughs> I think there is still somewhere for Rhea to redeem herself, and it's. I don't like it, but I but I think it's where they can go. Um, if if she is going to redeem herself, she cannot redeem herself with an NXT Championship win. No, no, it has to be a it has to be a main roster win. I'm saying she shows up on Raw tomorrow. Challenges Asuka? It's not Asuka like that she needs to redeem herself with. So she, so what you're saying is don't even challenge for a championship right now. Just challenge Charlotte. But Charlotte's in a feud with Lacey. I didn't say that. So this is where things get a little muddy, right? Because they have Charlotte doing uh, Lacey I, Evans yeah, stuff. You, use your words. I, like, I'm trying to. <laughs> so they have, they have Charlotte doing the Lacey Evans stuff, which is a bit problematic. For my idea, but the best way for Charlotte for for Rhea to get her win back is to get her win back, and I'm talking she lost her NXT title to Charlotte. She needs to take a title off of Charlotte. Charlotte takes it off of Oscar. Rhea takes it off of Charlotte. I don't like necessarily the idea of okay, so Charlotte has to take care of Lacey Evans real quick, then she has to pivot to Oscar, and then Rhea has to come after Charlotte. It's a bit much to do in two months, um, but Actually, I think that's the yes. You're on the right track there because remember, Charlotte, uh, not Charlotte. Lacey is getting quote unquote advice from Flair. Right. You can book it as all right. Fine. You think your championship material, you know, winner takes on because remember Charlotte and Oscar supposedly friends, tag team, whatever. Mm-hmm. Fine. Winner of us takes on the champion. You have to get if you want to prove yourself a champion, you got to beat somebody like me who's like an eleven million time champion. You want to be the man, you got to beat the man. Number one contender match, Charlotte wins. Obviously, you're not gonna have Lacey go over. Charlotte yes. wins, beats Oscar, Rhea, Charlotte, program to Mania. There you go. I, again, I'm not crazy that it's rushed, but again, the only way I think Rhea gets it back, she has to take a title off of Charlotte because her losing it. At the at Mania, she's even said it really did a lot of harm to her character mm-hmm. and to her confidence in the ring. You, she's got to get that that win back, and she's got to take the belt off of her at Mania. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of ways you can do this, right? So you have Oscar still feuding with Alexa Bliss. So is she? If, I don't know. Sort of, I guess. So if it's like you said, it, I'm sorry to interrupt you, but you yeah, said yeah. it just like it's it's that's not Oscar that she was feuding with. It was more like Randy Orton. Yeah. Oscar was like cannon fodder for that. Like, you can go, you can walk away from that anytime. That's fair. Yeah. That's a good point. That's fair. So then, if, with that being said, then Oscar's not doing anything. So Oscar needs a challenger. Oscar needs something. So like you said, Tommy Boy, you could do Oscar needs a, a number one contender. So we have a number one contenders match. And you can have it even even you can do that to to introduce Rhea Ripley, right? So it'll be a triple threat match, and you have Charlotte versus Lacey Evans, and then who's the third person? Boom, Rhea Ripley's music hits. She comes down. You can let Charlotte win this match. You can let Rhea win this match. It doesn't matter. At some point, you put the belt on Charlotte, and Rhea goes after Charlotte. Um. 
Okay, so I think I think what we're doing is we're focusing too much on the the whole like Charlotte, like her redeeming herself against Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I think if I think if 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 you build a program, you can even slow build this program with Asuka and Rhea going into WrestleMania. Um, Asuka hasn't really had a believable opponent per se for her championship reign. The last like legitimate challenge she had was Sasha Banks. Yep. Everything else has been like okay. They don't even acknowledge her as champion, dude. No, I mean they do, but it's 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 backhanded. <sighs> it's it's like, oh yeah, look, it's Asuka. She's in she's in action tonight. And then commercials. And then she gets into her into her match and then they're done in like her five minutes her reign is hasn't been memorable i mean currently for sure the the raw women's championship feels less important than the smackdown women's championship like becky did a good job at building that belt up to be the Mm -hmm. belt and right now it's not anyway what was the next match because i'm done with this (laughs) Big Daddy Hugo hasn't been getting much sleep this week. (laughs) Thrill. Wake up. Thrill. Wake up. Okay. Moving on, we had... (laughs) Snorlax. We had the... (laughs) The the Universal (laughs) Championship match. In a last man standing match, Roman Reigns taking on Kevin Owens. Obviously, William lost that one. In a, I don't know. This match was all over the place, literally all over the arena, all over the um, the booking map, the, the, the booking map. Um, quick question, quick question. Do they do they normally have that um practice ring in the back like yeah. that? They had. Yeah. They even had in the one in oh, okay. um in uh, the the Panthers arena. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, um. The spots that they had, like they they were making it seem like, oh, um, Roman's bleeding, right? Mm-hmm. And they made it seem like Roman was like busted open, like how, you know, yeah, uh, Ric Flair would bleed, you know? Yeah, but yeah cut yeah. on his hand. He he freaking cut his finger. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's like yelling, like who's bleeding? I'm like he cut his finger. He's got a paper cut. And he had a booboo on his lip. I noticed. Yeah, he had a, a fat lip. Mm-hmm. Poor guy. It's um, but um, yeah, I... the, the match was, it was, it was, it was the better last man standing match that I've seen in a while, for sure. I guess until um, ports. <laughs> well, we'll we'll get to the ending. Yes, we will. Um, uh, the the spot that I liked uh, was. The forklift where uh, KO jump like climbs on top of it and does a mm-hmm. swanton bomb. I was like, "Oh, that's a good. That's a that he hit it flush. That was yeah. perfectly a perfectly executed swanton bomb." Quick question: Wouldn't it have been easier and smarter of putting that pallet on top of Roman Reigns so he can't get up? Hugo, I, I, <laughs> I, I, I'm telling you for a fact. I said the same thing. <laughs> I just turned to Tom. I look at him. I'm like, oh, he's going to put the pallet on top of him and he can't get up and I'm going to win. 
and then yeah. and then um and then and, and Tom's like, no, he's he's gonna get on there and he's gonna throw himself. And I'm like, no. And he goes, yeah. And exactly what Tom said. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, logic. Come on, people. They I'm actually like, they they actually did that in the um I think it was a SmackDown match with uh, a yeah, Rowan yeah. and somebody. Yep. I'm sitting here like, if Kevin Owens, first of all, Corey Graves, he's like, there's a reason why you need to be certified to drive those things. Kevin Owens doesn't know what he's doing. And I'm sitting here looking at him like, he doesn't know what he's doing. He's just <laughs> pulling knobs trying to get it to work. And I'm just like, okay. And then I'm like, hmm, if he drives it out and like pulls the jack down all the way onto Roman Reigns and then stands on the pallet, Roman can't get up. Count to ten, new Universal Champion. Hundred percent. Then I'm like, but then I'm just like, come on, man, this is WWE. That's way too logical. They're going to get a dive spot off of this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so we got a dive spot off of it. Nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. They were fighting um, between the screens. The 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 we get a we get a a spear through the LED lights on top on the stage. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. And <laughs> Roman is like standing up, and the rep gets to nine, and it doesn't look like Kevin Owens is about to get up, and he just rolls off the stage and stands up. That was great. Roman, that was hilarious. And Roman's like, is that allowed? Is that allowed? Like, that's sad. Right? He's, on his feet. Like, he's on his feet. He's like, the way that was pulled off by everybody involved was great. And then Roman. Roman, the best thing that could happen to have happened to Roman Reigns was the pandemic. No crowd being there and having the mics turned up. He said, I can't return to the head of my table. I can't re- I can't look my family in the face if I lose this match. Yeah, his in-ring talking is, I want to say, almost second to none. Currently or all time? Oh, an argument can be made for both, to be honest. Currently, currently, currently. Because Austin, Austin talking in the ring. Oof. Austin talking in the ring was... Everything. The Rock mm-hmm. talking in the ring was phenomenal. Yeah, but I'm talking about like mm-hmm. the way Roman builds stories with his talking is just. Absolutely. I mean, to be fair, it's a different it's a different monster. They didn't have you know the in ring mics turned all the way up to twelve back in the Attitude Era. They didn't have oh, to rely so heavily on doing that stuff. You're absolutely right, but you know what? This could have went one or two ways. It could be going the way it's going. Or it could be like our usual Roman Reigns reactions from a year or two ago, like, oh my God, please get off my TV. Stop shoving this guy down my throat. Yeah. Uh, Amanda, Amanda, I'm watching SmackDown and she goes, I've never seen you so excited to see Roman Reigns before. Roman Reigns made me like want to actually watch him again with his story. Yeah. So, uh, not so much the end of this match. Kevin Owens. Okay. okay, so let's let's talk about the rules to a last man standing match. You have to be on both feet to break the ten count. Mm-hmm. Kevin Owens handcuffs Roman Reigns to the pillar um, by the stage at the lowest part of the pillar, so that Roman can't stand up on both of his feet. He can only stand up on one of his feet. Quote, unquote. 
but he could clearly stand up like a, like extend your arm and stand up it wasn't it was not hard the the hard part was the ref starts counting he gets to 9 roman reigns grabs him and throws the ref into the stage um uh, was the hanging part of the stage breaks the count I have to be honest. I have no problem with that. That's a beautiful. No, no, that was no, great. That was so great. far, so good. So far, so good. That was great. I'm like, oh, that's perfect. Moving forward, you have to wait for another ref to come out. You have to wait for another ref to come out. So another ref comes out. He starts counting out Roman Reigns. He gets to six. He stops. Wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Before that, while we're waiting for the new rep to come out, Paul Heyman magically produces the key to these handcuffs. Oh, yes. So he's trying to free Roman when the new rep comes in. The rep Mm -hmm. starts counting while Paul Heyman is trying to undo the handcuffs. One, he's still working the key. Two, still going at it. Three, Nothing yet. Four. Still jiggling and jangling. Five. Still there. Six. Doesn't look like we got it. Glitch and we had to pause the game. Doesn't look like there's any progress. And then... Vince is sweating sweating at this point like, oh man, we should use the gimmick handcuffs. So at this point, the ref goes to Kevin Owens and backs him off and stops the count. And I go... What? Then the, 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 there's no more counting. There's no more counting. Instead, yeah. Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman have all the time in the world to uncuff Roman. Now, I will say this much. At some point, Roman has both feet on the ground, but he's in a squatting position. So in my head, I say to myself, why not do that? Instead of making the ref break his count. Nope. Well, well, first it was Roman Reigns was on one, like he was like on his shin yeah. and on one foot. And Corey Graves goes, oh, I guess that's considered a vertical base. Since when? Since when? Since, since storyline like makes it that you have to have that? No, you guys botched it. That's mm-hmm. what happened. Then, then, then Roman gets to his feet and he's just like, uh, in the squatting position. All the while, Kevin Owens is on his feet now, just standing there, just standing there watching Paul Heyman uncuff him. <sighs> and then Roman gets free finally, and then puts him in the uh, the guillotine. Kevin Owens loses the match. And I'm sorry, and in situations like this, they're thanking their lucky stars that it was a bunch of screens and not a live audience of 60,000 Oh, people. the booze would have been raining down. No, they would have endlessly. had to finish the count. They would have had to finish the count. They would have had to follow. I read an article not a month ago about how Vince Vince's rule is if they're not paying attention and they get counted out, well, that's their problem. Yeah, but that's that isn't that's not going to work here. Roman, I mean, Vince will never let that slide in front Vince, of sixty thousand people. Vince would rather take the booze. 
he would rather take the booze and get the finish he wants. The guy pulled his, his, his quads because he didn't get the finish that he wanted. Like... <laughs> He's an idiot. He tried to slide into the ring like somebody that knew that he was doing. Hilarious. So, like, the, the 100%, fans or no fans, what we got is what we were going to get. It was just, if you if you don't know for 100% fact, without question, that you can get these cuffs off in less than 10 seconds, you should never be booking this spot. It's just amateur hour. But the thing Not is, Heyman to... started with the far cuff. Why didn't he unlock the cuff on Roman's wrist the entire time? He started with the way wrong cuff. No, because Roman told him, get the farther one. I I think there was supposed to be, like, Roman choking um, Kevin Owens out with the actual handcuffs. But because it took so long for him to get out of it, Roman, they, they had to, yeah. to finish it on, on the fly. Good point. Yeah. Either way, K- so kayfabe, this makes Kevin Owens look like an idiot. Looks like a chump. Mm-hmm. But in reality, this is just horrible boss finish. I I was beside myself. I oh my gosh, I don't even have words. Rome, Re- Kevin Owens looks looks like a chump right now. Yeah, you you let Roman Reigns get out. Yep. I don't get so, it. I don't get it. Hor- a horrendous finish to the match. So no. now, are you ready to do the 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 Royal Rumble, William? Like you yeah. were supposed to do the, the Universal Championship match, or are you? you I know? apologize, sir. Um, you so yeah. Off? What was that? Did you doze off? We were boring you. No, I had to use the facilities if you want to put me on blast. Oh my God! Hold it, you old lady. Thanks for nothing, Shades. Um, oh, next, how about how about you know? Text me this. Guys. I did, <laughs> you clown. Hey, you? in your I, defense, I hey, hey, that's the longest reigning grapples tapples champion you're talking to, sir. Thrill in your defense, that was pretty quick, man. You're usually there for hours. What yeah, the? Stuff? I don't see. I don't see any message from the guy saying, "Hey, cover for me." I'm in. Oh, there it is. Got to pee. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsie. Right. Bro, are you questioning the reasons for doing this podcast yet? Every second. <laughs> anyway, moving on to the men's rumble match. We start with we start with Edge and Randy Orton because who cares? So we start with those two. Yes, I'm sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just want to put it as anything else but me not a fan of knowing who number one, number two, and in some cases number thirty are. I never want to yes. know number 30. I never, ever want to know number 30. One and two, I don't really care. I could go with or without it, but I hate knowing number 30. Yeah. I mean, we knew Natty was number 30 for the women's, but um, we didn't know who was number 30 for the men. I'm yeah. just ta- I'm just talking generalities. I'm, no, no, in general, I, I don't, don't like knowing number 30. I don't like knowing yeah. any numbers. Yeah, That's fair. Essentially. That's fair. Because remember, back in the day, it was like when, when the Fink was doing the announcement, it was a whole big thing. Who drew number one? Mm-hmm. You know, you know, I don't mind knowing number one if it's a storyline thing. Like, you don't want to be number one. So, like, I, didn't, I'm pretty sure, like, during the Invasion Attitude Era, like, that around that time, 
they did a whole thing of like not wanting to be number one, mm-hmm. and so they had like a whole thing about it. I, I vague remembrance, but go back to the rumbles of the early '90s if you have the chance, and you'll see it's like it's like a buildup. That's like who drew number one, and they literally wait five seconds and five six seconds for the music hits. Yeah. Again, number one, and I I can go with or without, but I kind of like knowing if it's done well. If it's just a random, okay, so Edge is going to be I, number one. I don't care for reasons. Yeah, because reasons exactly. If it's for if it's just because reasons, I don't care. Um. So yeah. So we have Edge and Orton starting as one and two. Um. I believe, yeah, so then there's Sammy, Mustafa, Jeff. At some point, they're all in the ring. Edge and Randy uh, Orton started. I'm sorry. What's this, what's this Mustafa thing now? Like, he just, he's no longer Mustafa. It's Mustafa. I think they asked, someone asked him how he wants it to be pronounced or the way it should be pronounced. And he said Mustafa. Okay. So it's Mustafa Ali. Ugly doogly. To us, the way that we speak, Mustafa Ali flows better because of the way that we enunciate our words. But yep, you know, I think Mustafa, Mustafa is actually the proper pronunciation. Correct, it is technically. Yeah. Also, um, there's only three men that have ever won the Royal Rumble from the number one position. Wasn't Ric Flair one of them? No, no. Mm. Ric Stone Flair was Cold? in from the number three. Ah, number no, three. not Stone Cold. Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit, Shawn Michaels, Michaels, and now Edge. There you go. The second highest spot is number two. And do you know who that is? The Undertaker. No. The master of the 619. Ray Ray Mysterio. And then Ric Flair went in at number three. That's the one that he won. 92. Yeah. With a, with a tear in my eye speech. Did you guys notice that Bobby Lashley saved uh, and almost killed Ray's kid? <laughs> no, I didn't. He threw him when he was throwing him out of the ring. He 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 kind of overdid it and grabbed them like he threw him, but kind of grabbed them almost instantaneously because he's literally going to throw him into like the third row, <laughs> and, and, yeah, and into the third row screens exactly, <laughs> and pulled him down so he can go into the floor. I was like, oh my lord! And I I just saw it. I saw the kid's momentum. He was just going way too fast, and Bobby just kind of kind of grabbed him like right about the jaw area and pulled him down and I was like holy smokes that kid was about to die he filled for distance well Lashley is is a is a pile of muscles and then Dominic is is not so yeah oh man but anyway starting off the match very early Edge and Randy Orton just went at it it was just the Randy Orton Edge show um while other wrestlers got involved as in Sammy Mustafa and Jeff um they all you know converged on the heel or the face, depending on, you know, their orientation. But at the end of the day, we still ended up with Randy Orton and Edge fighting outside of the ring. They have a spot by the table. He gets an execution on the table, um, a chair shot to the leg, which I think is what they ended up like calling off Randy Orton and saying that he was too injured to continue. And they, they took him backstage. Now, initially, I thought this was real because Randy, in a fit of anger, slammed his hand against the, uh, the barricade. They and, had me fooled through there. Right. We all know Randy. 
Randy don't care about bringing kayfabe when it comes to injury. So mm-hmm. I thought he really got hurt and expressed his anger. And I was like, oh, okay. But then the more they showed him on camera being like carried away, the more I was like, oh, that's a this work. This is a work. That's a yeah. work. Because the way WWE handles injuries is if it's a real injury, you don't got to see this. Focus on the match. Yep. Um, so Randy Orton was escorted backstage by the referees to handle his quote-unquote injury. First major surprise that we got coming in at number eight was you hear the apple spit and I spit in the face of people who don't want to be cool. Yeah, go mark hard on this one. I popped. I popped. I definitely popped. I was very you know, Carlito is Jack, bro. I know. I mean, I know he's still wrestling in Puerto Rico, um, but man, that that boy's got traps. He's got traps for days right now. Is he a free agent and he just came for the Rumble, or is he kind of back a little bit? No, this is a, this is a one-time thing. Um, oh man, he was so they actually promoted him as being part of the Raw Legends Night a couple weeks ago, but. The money wasn't right, basically. And yeah. so he said, and on top of that, Carlito said, look, if you want to pay me to come down, I'll come down, but I want to do something. Don't have me there just to stand in the corner and have the camera show me for a second. That's not a, yep. that's, that's a waste of my time. So I guess instead of that, they said, okay, how about you come and be in the Rumble? And so he's like, okay, that, that makes sense. So instead of having him just do a cameo for two seconds on TV on Monday Night Raw, he was in the Rumble. I'll take that. I'll take that, too. Uh, let's see. So, Carlito was in. We had a uh, New Day reunion for a second when Xavier Woods and Big E were both in the match at the same time. And Big E was the first to be eliminated by Omos. Amos? Amos? Amos. Amos? Amos. Whatever. Amos. Uh, Amos. He was eliminated. Uh, he eliminated Big E by reaching over and just pulling Big E over the top rope. We had a NXT main roster debut from Damian Priest. Um, let's see what else. Kane, Kane, who's listed as being part of the SmackDown roster, I guess, even though he's the mayor of Knox County, but Kane was there. Uh, the, the Hurricane. I love the Hurricane. Uh, Hurricane comes out, tries to choke slam both Big E and Bobby Lashley. That that didn't work out the way he planned. <laughs> uh, then at number twenty four was Christian. I was hoping they would have played his old the the entrance music that's like Christian, the opera yes, one. Yeah, he hasn't played that since like the early two thousands. Yeah, I know, but that's that's such a fun like entrance music to come out to. Uh, but yeah, he came out, and him and Edge did a, a mini reunion. Uh, I was hoping they would have done a five-second pose, but they didn't. But we did get Christian hitting the unprettier, and Corey Graves actually calling it the unprettier, where over the last few years, whenever Christian hit the move, they call it something else. I don't remember what the other name that they used. Kill, the kill switch. Thank you. Oh, hit him with a kill switch. I'm like, but it's the unprettier. And so Corey Graves called the Unprettier, and I was very happy. Um, we had Rey Mysterio also get eliminated by Omos, so that was the second 
compared to be eliminated by Omos. And then, let's see, at number 30 was Braun Strowman. Before him, surprise return of Seth Rollins, Papa Rollins. So Braun came out, eliminates people, and the final four were Braun, Seth, uh, Edge, and Christian? Yes. Technically, no. No. You're missing one guy. Randy Orton was the last guy. Randy Orton. I was building to the... <laughs> he did it in the gender role. He did it in the gender role, boys. We don't know that you're building to it because we gave you the final four, but you're, you're, you didn't... Continue. And you didn't text any of us either on the side to tell him that you're building it. Yeah, and you didn't continue with the story. Exactly. So how are we supposed to know? So go ahead. Go ahead. Do, do the final four. Tell me all about it. We, we, we did the final four already. You said who else? So we said Randy Orton. I wasn't sure. I wasn't four. sure if the final four was the right final four. I was verifying. Finish it, Will. So, so we, yeah, continue. Continue. I'm sorry. I don't mean to step on your call. It's all good. <laughs> it's all. This is a. It's a community call. Anyone can step in whenever they want. Go ahead. It was no. Christian. Rollins, Edge, Orton. And did I lose Will? I'm here. I'm I'm letting you guys steer the ship. No, you steer the ship. I'm not a host. I'm We're just, just I'm chiming just in to keep you from, from going off the deep end. Yeah, I also we gave you the the four guys already. You were asking for more, so we gave you Randy Orton. Randy Orton. Because you were asking for more. Okay, but we're past that. I don't I don't remember all the You're details not... of the last part of the match. You want, so... me to, you want me to steer the ship? How about this? Some guy that, you know, got lucky and came back from a, you know, messed up neck decides to come back and take my perfect night from me. How about that? <laughs> uh, I don't remember how Christian got eliminated, but I know they eliminated Braun Strowman together. I like how Braun eliminated AJ. Sorry, Shades, but you know he was gonna throw him. Oh, he was just ready to catch him, and then just throw him to the other side. Yep. Yeah, I was happy about it. I didn't pick AJ. Everyone picked Daniel Bryan, who got eliminated by. I think it was Edge. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins. You're right. You're right. So just the way they were building DB was like you know. They they built him as you know the odds-on favorite. The, the, I, I, I haven't won a I haven't won a Royal Rumble. My time in the ring is not you know, is not uh it's it's growing shorter and shorter. Like I have to I have to do this. Yeah, they I get out of here. They built him as like you know the that one last run. Oh, okay, so Christian was eliminated by Seth Rollins and Braun Strowman. Uh, Seth Rollins was eliminated by Edge, and then Braun Strowman was eliminated by Edge, and then Randy Orton came out. And RKO'd him, almost threw him out, didn't reverse it, and then got thrown out. And then Edge wins the Royal Rumble, to much to the dismay of everyone in this on this podcast currently. Um, this is exactly what Mustafa Ali has been preaching for the last couple of weeks. You have legends and 
part-timers coming in, taking spots away from guys like Mustafa, Sami Zayn, Riddle. Um, that's basically the young guys on the roster. Oh, Ricochet. Like, there's no need for Edge to win the Royal Rumble and go in main event WrestleMania. It's a waste of cycle for me. Unless he's just fodder for Roman Reigns. Which that's not the case. I have a nasty feeling that somehow Randy Orton's going to get the belt on him, and here we go. Uh, Randy wins at the Elimination Chamber, and you get Edge versus Randy Orton at WrestleMania again. I, I have that, and I don't want it. I just... You know how right now they they need their rubber match, right? And now you know Vince's obsession with a title being involved in the rubber match. I don't. I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong. But but the thing is, you're not far off. Like this, that may actually happen. And I don't like it. Like nobody wants that. Matt does. Well, you know, that also explains why there's two of you hosting and not three. There are so many people that when Edge came back last year, they were they were just gushing. Oh, we can still go. Oh, we want Edge back. Oh, Edge, 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 Edge. And, I mean, I, there's a little bit of bias here. I was never really an Edge fan because I was more of a Hardy Boys fan, so I kind of hated Edge and Christian. Uh, and then by the time he was a single star, I didn't really care. So... Him coming back, I was like, yeah, whatever. I don't need this. There are other wrestlers on the on the roster who need this time. And so if they do what you're supposing, which makes the most sense, the only thing that makes sense is if Randy Orton wins it at the chamber and then as challenges him, oh, God, that's just nauseating. Because that means we're probably talking about the WWE Championship, which means Drew McIntyre is going to get boned. Yep. Which sucks because Drew McIntyre can be, should be, and will be once the fans are back, a legitimate top level champion. Um, it it doesn't necessarily have to go that that route in terms of like Randy versus Edge at Mania. But then, how else? Edge what else is Edge going to do? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hear me out. You're right. My you bad. have Randy. You have Randy challenge Edge at um, Elimination Chamber for his shot at Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. So, you know oh. how we have the right to fight briefcase um, and then Jay White beat yeah, yeah. Uh, Kota Ibushi? Similar to that. Um, it, it, it ends their feud at that match and it saves Drew McIntyre from getting boned by either man. But then all, all storylines point to Edge half Edge facing the lights at WrestleMania. Yeah, mm-hmm. he cannot go over. I'm sorry, he cannot win the champion. Any no, championship absolutely not. My issue with that idea is then what was the point of the Rumble? The same way, like I I said the same thing to you when about the G1. What is the point? Why go through all of this? And book someone to win this big thing, just like they're doing with the money in the bank. Why 
if you're just going to put it on somebody else later. No, but I'm not saying Randy Orton win. Edge still wins his match. Randy just challenges him at Elimination Chamber for it. Mm. I, I'm not saying Randy. And then we get and we get Edge versus McIntyre at Mania. Correct, because again, like you said, if 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 Randy wins at Elimination Chamber, then Edge winning the Royal Rumble makes no sense. Yeah, it's just a nostalgia pop. Mm-hmm. But then if we get Edge versus McIntyre, then they have to do the whole face versus face as a matter of respect thing. Mm-hmm. So I think you're. I think you. Uh, I think you were a great champion at your time, Edge. But your time has passed, and now it's my time. And Drew McIntyre does that, and it's like, listen, they told me I would never fight again, and through rehab and this and surgeries. But then, I got then no one's gonna root for Drew. No one's gonna root for Drew. I am. I'm talking about the people at WrestleMania because they're gonna have people in the crowd. I don't care if about you, those people. If you play the story. If you if you beat home the idea of they said I was never gonna wrestle again and I here I am challenging at WrestleMania, that's super right, baby right. face. That's like the babiest of baby face. You know who else they could have did that with? The guy that should have won, Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan yeah. <sighs> yup, 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 yup. And but DB yep. doesn't have that same emotional pull that Edge has, you know? He did. But he's been wrestling for such a long time already that it's worn like, off. Yeah, yeah. The 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 new car smell is gone. For but sure, the fact that he's not a part timer. But that's what that's Vince all wants. Awesome. Vince wants the part timers. I'm telling you, he wants this to be like if it was up to Vince, half of the card would be part timers and the other half would be regulars. Isn't that half for WrestleMania anyway? Oh God. I hate that Edge won this match. I like I can't say anymore how much I dislike Edge winning this match. Okay. So with Edge winning the match, that closes out our final scores mm-hmm. for the night. Now, in no particular order, this is how the card shaped um came to be. Um I ended with a four and three record. Thrill ended at five and two. Tommy Boy ended at six and one. Hugo four and three. Joey five and two. Ray four and one. No, four and four and two. I'm sorry. Four two. Yeah, he wasn't four and uh, four and three. He had a a lock. He didn't have a lock. Amanda is five and two. Bizzle six and one. Don't want to live in a world where that's Ugh. happening. Jim four and three, and Jason four and three. And the last and new grapples to apples champion with a seven and zero. Wait, John. I'm sorry, John Montaforte. No, 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 no. I will not let a part timer win. <gasps> Ooh. Oh, no, 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 no. No, Dude, we have breaking news here. I got it right here. I got it right here. Here, ring the bell. Ring the bell. Ring Unlike the bell. Vince McMahon, a part timer doesn't win in this company. <laughs> so, are you telling me that say the, the words? Apple's champion. Say the words. Me. Say the words. Their are you fall harvest in? has been cashed in, my friends. Oh my! For the first time ever. Because you know what? I should have been a double champion. Let's get it right. <laughs> but WWE doesn't know how to book anything. 
<laughs> so, so uh, J- John Monteforte, I'm sorry, but you are you are the Grapples Apples champion for less than one day, the shortest reign in the history of the the infantile champion. And ladies and gentlemen, it is my honor, my privilege to welcome you guys to the new age of the deadly alliance between myself, Tommy Boy, and Ugo. The Suburban Brothers and Shades have joined forces to keep the Grapples to Apples championship right where it belongs, in the hands of villainy. (laughs) (laughs) We are silent but deadly. You know, I would have loved for you to win tonight, Shades, because I would have loved for you to have brownie for Valentine's Day. But you know what? I'll keep her in the family for us. That's right. We're keeping it in the family. Oh, I was going to say something that was going to get us. Uh, brownie is Long Island down, baby. So now, Tommy Boy is our new Grapples to Apples world champion. I know that you're going to treat Brownie with the same dignity and respect that she so deserves. So it, we're suburban brothers, right? So we're kind of like, uh, you know, look at this guy leave with the free bird rule. Shout out free bird. He's trying to free bird. If we're the deadly alliance, then then all three of us, are the grapple apple champions. Yep. <laughs> right, right, right. So my gosh, um, Tom, hold on. I got to update. Your information in my notes over here. So John had the bell for an hour and forty six minutes until Tom cashed it in. Burps. That is the shortest <laughs> rate ever on Grapple Apple. Yeah, that an hour and forty eight minutes. You know what, Johnny? Let me let me talk to you directly here. You're a good guy. <laughs> You're a really good guy, but you know what? I'm not. <laughs> Oof, that is putting that putting that in 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 the in the notes right now. Like his reign is rough. I'm sorry. Um, I put an hour and forty eight minutes. I've never. We're talking about days here. Amanda was a sixteen day reign. Um, Thrill had a uh, a lackluster seventy seven day reign. Oh, I had my, my, bro. You were seventy seven. Well, had the seven June seventh wow. to August twenty third. Okay. Oh, one. Only one title defense in that time, but you know, yeah, it was in between COVID, right? <laughs> there was all ties too. Um, there was one tie and um one defense. So it was a defense and then a tie, and then he lost it at uh, SummerSlam. Womp womp. Well, now I won't have to defend until um, Revolution. And, if I'm correct. No, 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 no. March oh, oh, no Is there an NXT pay per view? NXT TakeOver Valentine's Day, February 14th. Ooh. Oh, that is a pay-per-view. Yes, it is. Ah, I thought that was one of their, you know, because it's hard with, with AEW and NXT these, these, these days, are. it's hard to tell if it's a pay-per-view or if it's just a gimmick show. No, it is technically a TakeOver. Their gimmick shows are usually on their weekly episodes. So, like, they had Halloween Havoc and stuff like that, and the Great American Bash. Those, you won't defend the championship. But if it's a pay-per-view on Sunday or Saturday, that is, uh, if it's a TakeOver, 
Yeah, they're they're labeled as of right now. It's just labeled as NXT Takeover Thirty Three. Okay. Go cool, cool, Sunday, cool, cool, Sunday, cool. February fourth. Exactly two weeks from now. Cool beans, cool beans. So Johnny, come back to me in two weeks and see if you can take it back. Mm. Mm. Yeah, also. Wow. That is. He stole it, and he says, "Come to my house and come and get it." Mm. So come and get it. Come and get it. I, I think it was going to be a saucy night on the show. I think the rumble officially went off the air at like ten fifty something. Yep. So, so two hours, so the almost three hour rain. About two hours, yeah. Nice. Two hours and forty eight minutes is, is exactly what it is. Man, um, that really shocked the system. <laughs> Baby. Baby. What do you say we rate this, whatever you call it, thing that would happen tonight? So, first of all, no, wait. Technically, you cashed in. No, no, hold on. I'm I'm just doing math. Technically, you cashed in at 12.48, so it's February 1st. Yeah. It was less than a day rain, but his, I'm, I'm. Putting in in the notes as still a few hours. Uh, John Mont- yeah, it's still a few hours. So it's still from January thirty first to February first, and then Tommy's is starts on February first. Okay, cool. Never mind. I'm just doing some out loud thinking on air. Quick Super right. professional. So, quick match, match of the night, guys. Ah. Uh, ooh. Mm, I guess I'll go uh, first. My match of the night goes to the women's rumble match. I, well, you took the words out of my mouth. I was, you got to it a half a second before me. It's literally the only match worth that, you know, designation on this card. Can uh, I be honest? I was sure. leaning Roman Kevin Owens until that finish. Finish, Chip? Yeah, no, that finish, no, absolutely not. Until that finish, like, during the match, I'm like, okay, this is my match of the night. I'm I'm ready to go. And then that finish happened. Yeah, no. Yeah. So what uh, quickly, 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 what's worse? The finish with uh the Roman uh Reigns and Kevin Owens finish or the uh the crap that was in the in the middle of the women's um the finish. The finish, the finish. The finish. The finish. yeah. Because they both bothered me. That's why I was like mm-hmm. I, I was kinda like thinking about which one is the best match, but the women's the women's match is the, the better one because of the, the, the bachi finish. But still that the finish was more offensive. That yeah, I don't know, man. That, that when it's like this, right? If you take out that that segment, the R Truth segment from the women's match, yeah. it's completely inconsequential to the actual match itself. That's true. Where the finish of the match was the finish of the match. Yeah. So that's true. So are we unanimous on this one? Yep. Cool. All right. Well, whenever we do a recap or review for any pay-per-view, we like to do ratings, like other people do as well. Other people might do numbers, letters, stars. Here at Grapples Apples, we do topes. Zero topes if you're an abomination to wrestling. Five topes if you are God's gift to professional wrestling. So, fellas, when it comes to WWE Royal Rumble 2021, how many topes say ye? 
Oof. Uh, I guess I'll kick us off. Um, the the overbooked finish. I'm uh, in the pre-show match has this starting off at a two. It, like usually, I don't judge pre-show matches, but it did a bad job yep. at setting the tone for the pay-per-view. So we're dropping that down to a two. Uh, Goldberg and Drew McIntyre, the right guy won, so I'm going to leave it at a two. They didn't do anything egregious. Uh, Sasha and Carmella didn't do anything egregious either, so I'm going to leave it at a two. Bianca winning. You could have gone either way with Bianca or Rhea Ripley. They're pushing both. Um, one needed more than the other, but I'll I'll bring it to a two point five, especially because her speech at the end. Uh, the Roman Reigns match. Now this would have probably boosted it to a at least a three, but that finish was so egregious that I'm dropping this down. To a one. Damn. Yeah, it was. Diablo. If it wasn't so blatantly obvious that they had, like, that they they had to put the brakes on the match, and dropping it to a one is only because the the last result's going to drop it even further. Um, I would have had this at a zero because. It literally like you, you botched the ending. You you literally pulled the wool back, the curtain back. Like, all right, guys, this is how you mess up a match, and do it on live TV. I leaned over to I leaned over to Tom when they were doing the um, handcuff thing, and I said to him, "I'm like, Heyman's gonna mess this up," and he, he and and, he, and, and he goes he goes, "No, no, they, it's it's okay," and I'm like, "No, he's gonna mess it up." They were in such an awkward position. And they had the 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 key, the key that came out of nowhere, and I'm like, he's not gonna be able to unlock them. I tried to be optimistic. Yeah, I know you were. You did, and I was like, this is this is good. And then when he st- when the when the ref started counting, and he got to five, and he stopped, I'm like, oh my god, and I'm like, this just killed it completely. Sorry. So the last match, Roy- the Royal Rumble. Uh, it was it was fine until Edge won, and that drops it down to a point five. <laughs> oh my wow. god! Wow. So I'm I'm finishing the Royal Rumble at a point five. You're saying um, that in your opinion, this Royal Rumble entire pay per view is one of the worst pay per views po- any company could possibly put together. In terms of my my review, yes. In actuality, in actuality, it wasn't a bad rumble, but because the the finish to the Roman Reigns match was so egregious, I can't, I can't, I can't go over a one point seven five. Wow! Like truthfully, okay. I can't go over a one point seven five. Okay. Can I go next? All right. Sure. Go ahead. Can I? Go next? I got I'm twenty gonna, bucks. He says zero. I'm gonna make this short and sweet. <laughs> I didn't want to watch this Royal Rumble, and I text you guys. I was like, "Can I? Can I skip this one?" But because this is my favorite show, and my brother's there, and J Dog is there, and I'm a Tommy boy right next to me, I'm like, "I'm gonna watch it because I love having fun with you guys." So, but I hated the show completely. 
consented back. I'm not gonna lie to you. I was I was I was feeding the baby. I was uh I I had more fun reading our comments on the phone than watching this debauchery. <laughs> Tom actually did fall asleep. He fell asleep. What what was it during, during the men's royal rumble? During the men's royal rumble. I thought he, I was actually dreaming that hurricane. He fell asleep <laughs> and I woke him up when hurricane came out. I thought that oh. was a dream. And I was like, Davis, Davis. And he's like, what? He's like, I was like, wake up, wake up, hurricane, hurricane. He goes, uh, okay. And I think he toast back off, but <laughs> it was it was terrible. I give it a I give it a two. What? I give it okay. a two. Okay. I give it a wow. two because I'll tell you why I'll give that's it a two. Generous. Yeah, I'm being generous tonight. I'll give it a two, and this that's exactly where I usually start. And I'll go up and down, but I gave it a two because I was really happy for Bianca Belair. I was very happy for her. She put in all the work. She's been she's been killing it lately. And they they actually did the right thing by her to give her that spot. Um, so I was super happy with her. I, I love the, um, the the true emotion that came out of her. I loved it. Um, and what else? Uh, hanging out with you guys. That was the other point. <laughs> so that's my two. I love it. I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Then he monologues. Uh, slightly. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Basically, the only thing that keeps me, I was going one, two, not to go through the math because, you know, I don't want to talk about the last two matches. I was going 1.25. And the only reason why it went over the one is because of Rhea and Bianca. Wow. So, so I'm sorry. What was your one, final score, Davis? Tommy? I'll ba- real quick. Nia Jax and, and Bailey, like that, you knew that match was ending that way because Oscar and Charlotte had no business being the tag champs other than to give Charlotte another belt. McIntyre and Goldberg, nobody wanted to see that. Nope. Carmella should not be nowhere near the women's title. Plastic. Bianca Belair and Rhea Ripley were the only thing that that women's role was the only thing of the night that wasn't a train wreck. Roman Reigns and Shade, you and I agree on this every time. It's all about the finish. You took a classic match and you completely destroyed it with one of the worst finishes in the history of professional wrestling. And then a part-timer winning. 1.25. Okay. 1.25. Um, let's see. So I've decided I want to see something quickly. If... I average everything out rather than give a one-by-one if that's going to make any difference in my score. Um, It'll be in the negatives? (laughs) Probably. Maybe the one, move over the decibel mark. Okay, negative 52,000. Sounds about right. Uh, 0.5 plus 2 divided by 6 matches. Okay. Are you actually right now? Carry the one. So, if I'm if I'm starting at a two five, like we tend to do, right? Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler, you drop it down to a two. That match was poo poo. Drew McIntyre and Goldberg, the right person won the match. <sighs> Whatever. I guess I'll keep it at a two. Uh, Sasha and Carmella stays at a two. Bianca and Rhea takes it back up to a two point five. Roman and Kevin takes it down to. A one seven five, and then Edge winning takes it down to a one point five. So theoretically, say again, you're right in the ballpark with us. 
Yeah, so theoretically I'm at a 1.5. If I actually give each match an individual grade and average it out, it comes out to about a 2.25. Um, but I'm going to stick at a 1.5. I didn't enjoy this. Um, the only match that I actually even thoroughly, even sort of enjoyed was the Women's Rumble match. And I didn't even enjoy it that much. I think it's just a matter of everything else was significantly worse. I know um, booking the ending. That's that's what yeah, really yeah, me. Yeah. I like, wanted I'm, to see more of Rhea and uh and, and Bianca. Like I feel like Rumbles are supposed to have this energy of excitement, um, of anticipation. And I, I didn't yeah, no, I didn't get that from either of these two matches. The only excitement I got was particular wrestlers that I personally like being in the matches. I was like, oh, cool, that person's in. Oh, awesome, that person's in. But other than that, I was just like, yeah, okay, twiddle my thumbs is, all right, oh, yeah, woo-hoo. So Can I point out that Google was the highest grade for a WWE pay-per-view? Because I don't know how to count. That's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the you best answer I've ever heard. Like, you, know yeah, what yeah. you know what doesn't help either is that there were no crowds, and a lot of the times when you're when the crowd is there, you can feel their energy. Yeah, too. yeah, and for sure. Yeah, that's true. I, th- I thought of that before the show. I thought about that. I was like, I wonder what a uh, fan list rumble is going to feel like. Because you're right. 100% you're right. But, um, yeah, whatever. Show stunk. My lord. Yeah. What are you going to do? They can't all be winners. So, I think, unless somebody else has something they want to throw out there. No. No. So I, that's going to oh, wrap. Yeah, yeah, there was. There was. Um, okay. Bad Bunnies. Cross body onto oh um, yeah yeah Morrison ten times better than Snoop Dogg's quote unquote splash on <laughs> AW Dynamite. I wouldn't call it a splash. I would just say he fell off the top. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty bad. Yeah. Obviously, Sasha, Sasha Banks and Snoop Dogg are cousins, and they went to the school of giving out horrible splashes because her <laughs> oh God, splash yeah. was terrible today. Yeah, but that she... hold on. But can you really criticize someone for doing a move that they know is going to get countered? Yeah, it's a she. She's she's a professional wrestler. You still got to go through the correct motion. Well, she barely yeah, even did yeah. the frog. Uh, yeah, we've seen her hit frog splashes before that look way better than that. Yeah, we yeah, know I mean, that Sasha can hit a frog it, splash. It, it, it just shows how bad she is because she's afraid to hurt her ribs on a on an actual frog splash. How prevention. bad she that's, is? That's, that's that's bad wrestling. I'm sorry. Or you did she not trust Carmella to not hurt her? You can't you Thank can't be you. afraid. No, stop it. Oh, William. If Sasha Banks murders your mother, you're going to be like, well, my mom probably said something wrong to her. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, on the, and on the flip side, Sasha can hand you a billion dollars and you'd find the ways to complain about, oh, she gave it to me wrong. She botched the way she yeah. handed it to me. She probably would have dropped a briefcase is all I'm saying. Ridiculous. <laughs> anyway, that's going to wrap up our recap and review of WWE's <laughs> Royal Rumble 2021. Uh as always, you can listen to us on SoundCloud.com slash Grapples to Apple. This Grapples the number two Apples. If you don't like SoundCloud, you got Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, you got iHeartRadio. doesn't matter where you're listening as long as you're listening. Don't forget to check out our social media pages. That's Facebook.com, Twitter.com, and Instagram.com slash Grapples Apples. Again, that's Grapples the number two Apples. Like, comment, share, subscribe. Do whatever you got to do to put us in as many eyes and ears as humanly possible. I promise we appreciate it. As always, I'm one of your hosts. Mr. Ill Will, the thrill of the poetarian, Shakespearean, Kansas, the major, English, whatever you need me to be, that's who I be. Plus, I'm just a certified, don't forget that. Join remotely by my hetero life mate. Tell them who you are. 
I am the man of the hour, the man with the power to be sweet to be sour, queen of the crowd, but it's happy. He's sleepy, Tom. Shades. No, I'm not sleepy. I'm sad. Aww. Usually it's like, you know, I'm the women's pet, the men's regret. You bet against me, you made a bad bet. If you bet against me, you made a right bet this weekend. <laughs> Join yeah, we sure. we are we are we are joined by two of our our favorite guests that are ever on this show. Gentlemen, tell them who you are. Tommy Boy and Big Daddy Hugo, the baby maker, the suburban brothers. Whoa. You forgot something. Sir. What 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 did I forget? What did you forget? The uh, new you're new. Oh, that oh, I'm sorry. The new wow. Maharaja. The new okay. I don't take Oh, you don't take steroids. Okay. The new grapples to apples champion, Tommy Boy of the Suburban Brothers. Don't worry, Shades. I will do you proud, sir. Uh, I have no doubt about that. Also, Maddie Bizzle messaged me, and he's just like, "Hey, um, did me and Tom tie right?" I'm like, "Yeah." <laughs> he's like, "Damn it! Why can't I just win for once?" And I'm just like. You tied for second, dummy. <laughs> and I would have cashed in on him way quicker than I cashed in on this one. <laughs> Anyways, folks, okay. don't forget to check out our episodes last week, this week, next week, and every other week. As an apple a day keeps the bad wrestling away. Peace. Peace and love. Welcome Good to the world, night. baby girl.